ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين اما بعد فاتقوا الله عباد الله حق التقوى فتقوى الله منار الهدى والاعراض عنها سبيل الشقاء ايها المسلمون كما يعلم الجميع رمضان على مشارف الدخول دنت ايامه وقربت لياله ذلكم الشهر العظيم الذي خصه الله تبارك وتعالى بخصائص عظيمه وميزات كريمه شرفه جل وعلا وميزه عن غيره من الشهور الحمد لله after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after seeking his assistance and his forgiveness and after sending peace and mercy upon our beloved prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his families his family and his sahaba radiyallahu anhum ajma'in O slaves of Allah have taqwa of Allah azza wa jal for the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the light of guidance and the pillar of all guidance and turning away from taqwa is nothing but the path of destruction as we know alhamdulillah we are on the doorstep of the great month the greatest of all months the month of mercy the month of forgiveness the month of ta'ah obedience to allah the month of sadaqat, the month of happiness, and the month of the Qur'an, the month of Ramadan. Shahru Ramadan al-lazhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an, hudan lil-nasi wa bayyinatin min al-huda wal-furqan. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, the month of Ramadan, in which the Qur'an was revealed as a guidance for mankind, and clear proofs for the guidance and as a criterion between right and wrong. It is this perfect book of Allah and the speech of Allah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He chose this blessed month to reveal His book. He chose that it be revealed within this month. And this is the, of the greatest of proofs for the status of the month of Ramadan. That out of all of the months of the year, Allah, He chose this month to send down His book. قُلْ بِفَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَبِرَحْمَتِهِ فَبِذَلِكَ فَلْيَفْرَحُوا هُوَ خَيْرٌ مِّمَّا يَجْمَعُونَ Say in the bounty of Allah and in His mercy, therein let them rejoice. That is better than what? They amass of wealth. So we rejoice in the bounties of Allah. And what a bounty it is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to reach this great month once again. And we ask Allah to allow us to reach this month. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. 
No doubt it is a great bounty and we rejoice. As the days get closer, we become happier. We become more excited and eager and our hope increases that we will reach this month and we will benefit from this month as much as possible. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when the month of Ramadan came he gave glad tidings to his sahaba and in a hadith he narrates and he said إِذَا كَانَ أَوَّلُ لَيْلَةٍ مِنْ شَهْرِ رَمَضَانِ صُفِّدَتِ الشَّيَاطِينِ وَمَرَدَتُ الْجِنِّ He said on the first night of Ramadan the shayateen are chained up and the rebellious jinn they are restrained. And the doors of the fire, the doors of Jahannam, they are locked up such that not one remains open. And the doors of paradise are opened such that not one remains closed. Ya al khayri akbil. And a caller he calls out and he says, O seeker of goodness, come forth. And O seeker of evil, desist, stay back, withhold. And Allah. He has of those slaves of his, those whom he frees from the fire. He frees their necks from the fire. And this happens every night. This hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentions a number of things which, which indicates and proves the greatness of this month. If we look at the statements of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says that the doors of Jannah are opened and not one remains closed. And this is an indication and a sign of the great blessings and goodness found in this month of forgiveness of Allah and freeing of slaves from the fire. These doors of Jannah are opened as if they are calling us. It's as if Allah is saying the doors of Jannah has been opened they are calling you by your name. Come forth and enter paradise. Come forth and work for the pleasure of Ar-Rahman. Dedicate and devote yourself in the obedience of Allah. For these doors are opened and, and calling you and welcoming you. And the doors of Jahannam have been shut. As if to say, stay away. This place is closed. It's locked up. Nobody is welcome here. Stay away from this place and anything that leads you towards this destination. Wallahu al-musta'an. The reason why the shayateen are shackled and the rebellious jinn are chained up is to make it easier for us. To make it easier for us to worship Allah. To make it easier for us to abstain from sinning. And Allah, He frees from the fire every single night. He frees certain slaves from the fire. So the believer, he knows this. 
and he believes this hadith for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said these words wa huwa sadiqul masduq he is the truthful one and the believed one so every single night we, we know there are people who are being freed from the fire they will be saved from the fire of Jahannam and hence the believer he turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he constantly asks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make him of those honorable slaves who are, slave, who are saved from the fire. Ayyuhal Muslimun, this is one hadith amongst many a hadith that shows us the greatness of this month. However, merely fasting and merely going with the flow is not what's required. A Muslim, even though the shayateen are shackled, even though the rebellious jinn are chained up, they still have an effect. Albeit weaker, but they still have an effect. Likewise, our nafs, our nafs also has an effect. And so we find that not every person's fasting is equal. And not every person's qiyam is equal. As the hadith says, there will be people who will, the only benefit they will get from fasting is hunger. And the only benefit they will get from the qiyam, the night prayers, is sahar, is the fact that they stayed awake. But there's no other benefit. And yet there are others where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man saama Ramadan and man qama Ramadan. Whomsoever fasts the month of Ramadan. And another hadith says, he stands in the night prayer in the month of Ramadan, his previous sins will be forgiven. So we see a big contrast and a big difference between these two categories of people. And so we learn a lesson that not every person's fasting is the same and not every person's qiyam and his Ramadan is the same. Hence Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he warned us and he said, رَغِمَ أَنْفُ رَجُلٍ دَخَلَ عَلَيْهِ رَمَضَانِ ثُمَّ سَلَخَ قَبْلَ أَنْ يُغْفَرَ لَهِ May his nose be rubbed in dust. The one who, he reaches Ramadan, he enters the month of Ramadan, and the month goes, before he is forgiven. Before he is forgiven, the month has left. And he hasn't changed his ways. He hasn't made tawbah, sincere repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He continues in Ramadan, the same like he was before Ramadan. And in another hadith he said, when he ascended the mimbar, and three times the sahaba heard him saying, Ameen. And they asked him about this and he said that Jibreel, he came to me. And he said, Jibreel makes the dua. The best of the malaika. Rahima anfu rajulin adraka Ramadan falam yughfar alah aw fa'ab'adahu Allah. May the one who, who reaches Ramadan and he does not achieve the forgiveness of Allah, may his nose be rubbed in dust or may Allah distance him. May Allah keep him far away from him. So Jibreel said to the Rasulullah, say Ameen. 
فَقُلْتُ آمِينَ And so he said, Amin. And may the nose of the person who lives with his parents, in the time of his parents, and that parents does not enter him into Jannah, or cause him to enter into Jannah, meaning he does not serve them. He does not look after them. He is not dutiful to them. Then may this man's face be nose be rubbed in dust. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Ameen. So a, a powerful hadith, which is the dua of Jibreel, and Ameen is coming from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So what hirman can there be that's worse than this hirman? This is the deprived person, Wallahul Musta'an. So the believer, he needs to maximize his time in Ramadan and maximize his benefits in the month of Ramadan. And every night when he imagines the caller, Ya Baghi al Khairi Aqbil, he should imagine the scholar calling out as if he hears him, Oh, the one who wants goodness, the seeker of goodness, come forth. Aqbil. This means come forward and strive. Come forward and work hard. Do as much as you can. Stand up in the night prayers. Read as much Quran as you can. Look into the Mus'haf. Reflect over the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَيَا بَاغِيَ الشَّرِّ أَقْصِرُ And the one who's inclined towards evil and haram and sin. Withhold yourself, desist, stay back, keep yourself restrained. This is what the caller calls out with every single night. So the believer, he, he imagines this call. Let the goodness within you come forward and add on to that. And whatever evil is within your nafs, restrain that evil and hold back on that evil. And this is how we achieve the rewards. And the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how we be of those who be freed from the fire, as the hadith mentions. So how do we maximize our Ramadan? Number one, our fasting needs to be taken care of. Our fasting needs to be taken care of. For the one who does not take care of his fasting, he has only suffered hunger and thirst. As the hadith says, مَنْ لَمْ يَدَعْ قَوْلَ الزُّورِ وَالْعَمَلَ بِهِ فَلَيْسَ لِلَّهِ حَاجَةً أَنْ يَدَعْ طَعَامَهُ وَشَرَابَهُ The one who does not give up vain speech and acting similarly according to this type of speech and according with evil, then Allah is not in need of him giving up his food and drink. So we need to take care of our fasts. That we abstain from as much sin as possible. We do not spend time watching haram. Wasting time, watching whatever it may be, that's not beneficial. Listening to haram, sitting in gatherings of haram, having haram company, ghiba, namima, backbiting, slandering people, sitting in these gatherings makes you one of them. They were from amongst the imams of the salaf. 
we would say that ghibah can nullify your fast. And we don't say that the person's fast is not accepted, but it nullifies the rewards of their fast. So we take care of our fasts. And we spend our day in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as best and as much as we can. When we reach the evening, we enjoy our iftar. We enjoy our iftar. This is part of the sunnah. And we try to proceed to the masajid. For the hadith mentions, whosoever stands in the night prayers, his previous sins will be forgiven in the month of Ramadan. And in another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man qama ma'al imami hatta yansarifa kutiba lahu qiyamu laylah. Whosoever stands in the night prayer, tarawih, with the imam until he completes, and until he leaves, until he leaves, the imam is done, salah is finished. He stays with the imam, for him he will get the reward of standing the entire night in salah. He will get the reward of standing the entire night in salah. So how do we miss out on these rewards? Take a break every second night, every third night. Wallahi, Ramadan is only 29 nights, maybe 30 nights. Ayyaman ma'adudat. Allah says, it's a few limited days. That's all. It goes by in the blink of an eye. It comes and it's gone. The time to rest is before Ramadan and after Ramadan, not within Ramadan. Likewise, many of our scholars have stated that as virtuous as Qiyamul Layl is, it will never reach the virtue of the Fard Salah. It will never ever reach the status of the Fard Salah. And we know that throughout the year, whoever prays Fard, or specifically Isha Salah, in Jama'ah, it's as if he prayed the first half of the night in Salah. And if he prays Fajr in Jama'ah, it's as if he prayed the second half of the night in Jama'ah, in the, in the Masjid. So this reward we can attain throughout the year. And this is why the ulama, they say, to come for one fard salah to the masjid is better than coming for qiyamul layl. For the sunnah, mustahab deeds can never achieve, achieve the reward of the, the fard deeds. So to pray asr, or dhuhr, or fajr, or maghrib, or isha in jama'ah is better than praying tarawih in jama'ah. Is better than praying tarawih in jama'ah. And let us reflect on that point. For the masajid are full for tarawih, but dhuhr and asr is not full. Maghrib, fajr is not full. Wallahu al-musta'an. So we enter this month rejoicing, hoping for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy, hoping for his forgiveness, but it's about rectification. These are our shortcomings. It's about rectification. If we do not change in Ramadan, then when can we possibly change? كُلُّ بَنِي آدَمَ خَطَّاءَ وَخَيْرُ الْخَطَّائِينَ تَوَّابُونَ Every son of Adam, he's a sinner. He makes mistakes, he has shortcomings. But the best of those who make mistakes, 
are those who often repent. At-tawwabun are those who often make tawbah. The hadith didn't say the ta'ibun, those who make tawbah. He said the tawwabun, which means it's emphasized. Those who often make tawbah. As often as they can, on a daily basis, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Ayyuhan nas, tubu ila Allah. O people, repent to Allah. For I repent to Allah 100 times a day. 100 times a day in Sahih Muslim. This is the one whose previous sins, future sins have been forgiven. He makes tawbah to Allah 100 times a day. What about the rest of us? What about us, masakeen? Weak, poor slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sinful slaves of Allah. Where's our tawbah? Ramadan is the month of tawbah. Enter the month with the tawbah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and repent to him on a daily basis. Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu anhu, he said the believer, he looks at his sins like a mountain that's about to fall on him. And the sinner, he sees his sins like a fly that sits on his nose and he swats it away. So every time he sins, he swats it away and he carries on. But the true believer sees his sins like a mountain that's about to fall right on top of him. So he's constantly running away from his sins and repenting back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِذَا كَانَ شَهْرُ رَمَضَانِ شَهْرُ الْقُرْآنِ فَمَاذَا أَعْدَدْتَ لِنَفْسِكَ مَعَ الْقُرْآنِ If this is the month of the Qur'an, what have we prepared for ourselves of the Qur'an? What have we prepared? What's our plan? What's our goal for this month in terms of the Qur'an, in terms of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's book? It's this month that he revealed the book. He chose this month for the Qur'an. Jibreel alayhi salam used to come to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they would revise the Qur'an together throughout this month. The Salaf of this Ummah, when Ramadan came, they dedicated and they turned to the Qur'an. And they would say, إِنَّمَا هُوَ إِطْعَامُ الطَّعَامُ وَقِرَاءَةُ الْقُرْآنِ That this month is only about feeding people and about spending time with the Qur'an, reciting the Qur'an. So what have we prepared? We need a goal. We have to have some idea that throughout this month, I'm going to make one khatam, or two khatams, or ten khatams, or five khatams, or one khatam. But every day I will read the tafsir of the Quran that we have available today in the English language. And I will spend time focusing on what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said to us. Kitabun. أَنزَلْنَاهُ إِلَيْكَ مُبَارَكٌ لِيَدَّبَّرُ آيَاتِهِ وَلِيَتَذَكَّرَ أُولُ الْأَلْبَابِ As Allah says, it's a book that we send down, which is Mubarak. This entire book is blessed. For what purpose have we sent it? لِيَدَّبَّرُ آيَاتِهِ So that they reflect over its ayat. That they ponder over its ayat. It's not just for recitation. It's not just for listening to and enjoying beautiful Melodious recitation, it's about reflecting and trying to understand the words of your maker. الألباب, and so those with intelligence, they take heed.
Wali walidayya wali walidikum wali sa'iril muslimina min kulli dhamb fastaghfiruh innahu huwal ghafurur rahim Alhamdulillah ala ihsanih wa syukru ala tawfiqihi wa amtinanih wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah ta'ziman li sya'nih wa ashadu anna nabiyyana muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh sallallahu alaihi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa sallama tasliman mazidah ayyuhal muslimun ibadallah rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa sallama was asked in a hadith ayyus sa'imina a'zam a'zamu lillahi ajra who on the fasting people will have the best rewards with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so he said أَكْثَرُهُمْ لِلَّهِ ذِكْرًا those who remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most those who remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most so let us make use of this time and we ask Allah firstly to let us reach Ramadan in the best of health in the best of iman and that he allows us to benefit from this month and that we spend these days and nights in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, connected to his book, fearing him in private and in public, and he allows us to do as much good as we possibly can. يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما وقال صلى الله عليه وسلم من صلى علي صلاة صلى الله عليه بها عشرة اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد برض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة وتابعين وتابع التابعين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك اللهم بلغنا رمضان اللهم بلغنا رمضان اللهم بلغنا رمضان برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفة والغنى اللهم يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك ويا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وأدخلنا الجنة مع البرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة